Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Mia Muslims the Missing, available on Amazon and Paperback in the book. We're here with a wonderful lady who's a film director who studied at Reading University in England, later graduated from Rutgers University, and also lived and worked in New York City, later uh, moving to Los Angeles, directing her own cable uh, TV and web series, and also won numerous awards with um, one of her films, uh, that her dad, Peace Owens, in, which is called Cats of Buzz, and there's a brand new film out there she's produced, breaking on a stereotype that all women need a man in their life to satisfy physically, featuring uh, me needing to connect but can't handle. It's kind of like, you know, what's happening these days, and um, the title of the uh, latest release is W-I-L-S-D-M, and what does that stand for? Live, ladies and gentlemen, plus dudes in beautiful downtown Los Angeles, the amazing film director, who uh, graduated from Rutgers University, lived and worked in New York City, now in Los Angeles. She was uh, part of Catch the Bus and the new movie, W-I-L-S-D-M. Ladies and gentlemen, the multi-talented Chloe Owens. Chloe, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Mike. That's such a lovely uh, intro. I appreciate that. Well, it's great to have you on board as well, too. And um, you're a film director. You study at Reading University in England. You later graduated from Rutgers University. You lived and worked in New York City, later moving to Los Angeles, directing your own cable TV series and web series. You won numerous awards with uh, Cats of Bus. We had your dad on the program, and that was an, an amazing story they told about catching the bus. And um, I mean, he literally did catch the bus and more. And um, you have a brand new film out there that's breaking down the stereotype that all women need a man in their life to satisfy physically featuring Mia needing to connect, but can't handle. And the name of the film is W I L S D M. And um, what does that mean? I guess that's your discretion. We want everybody to figure it out. And before getting all that, Chloe, tell us how you first got started. Yeah. Oh, wow. How I first got started. You know, it's funny. I just rewatched your episode with my dad. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he took a way back on this question. I was like, ooh, do I want to go all the way back? <laughs> <laughs> and he had to catch the bus to do it, too. So <laughs> I was like, ooh, dad. Um, how I've, so my parents, now, my parents are both actors. Um, They're best fans, right? So I've come from a really creative family. And, uh, you know, my, my uncle was on Broadway. My mom was a theater mom. My grandfather used to perform in Carnegie hall. Like mm. that's one side of the family. And then wow. you met my dad, that's my mom's side. And then my dad was, um, he's super talented. His brothers and sisters are super talented. Um, you know, my dad won the NAACP award. He's won a number of awards for my film. Ooh, you know? Congratulations. So, um, <laughs> oh, he won that for Dr. King uh, many, many moons ago. And mm -hmm. um, I felt that because it just was something I was surrounded with. And so growing up, you know, I'm an only child. I was kind of back and forth between New Jersey, New York, and Los Angeles. You know, child of divorce doesn't mean it's, your life's going to change horribly. Uh, but uh, so by the time I was six years old, I was just kind of in both of my parents' world creatively. And um I say that because my dad took me to every rehearsal, every audition, every performance. Um, and I got to see it all like sitting back after every single, like, you know, if you're a kid sitting in a rehearsal with all adults uh, for every performance, you learn, you pick up stuff, you see how a director operates. You, you're like, oh, I would do that differently. Oh, I would do that differently. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it like got into my head, you know, um, 
family just really pushing that button creatively. And so I started writing pretty early on um, and making my own stuff in high school and uh, <clears throat> got my first VHS camera. I was making these horrible short films. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I was I was that girl who was like, annoying our like film teacher who's like super like retro cool and like just learning how to edit and make all these like films and you know at the same time I was doing a lot of other things you know um in high school I was very very different creatively person so and I say all that because when it came down to it I started going to Rutgers and I started focusing on like um writing I was actually still considering acting at that time. And um, so I was taking acting courses. And I think that actually helps me as a director, not only having parents who act, but like, you know, taking those courses in the beginning of my career um, to understand that process and <clears throat> learning and having so much more respect, I think, than a lot of people naturally do mm -hmm. for actors. Um, it's kind of one of my favorite thing of being in the creative process is just working with actors because, I know all these emotions are going through you when you are like the process of it. And so one of those things that I've learned through all the films that I've done over the years is casting is really important to me. And the casting process itself is really important just because I like to use it almost as a workshop to see how I would work with that actor as, you know, as we audition them how would they work in rehearsal? How do they respond to me? So I, I say that because being able to take different classes in, um, in college really helped me get a fuller understanding. And I also, I also just decided, you know, I am not going to be an actress because <laughs> I cannot take that big step with these auditions. And I, I would, I would go to like HB studio in New York, shout out to HB, um, and take classes out there. Um, and to try and get my, um, try to get my feet wet to, to go and do the auditions. Auditions are so scary. They are so scary. So like when you, when I, now that the, the fact that I know that I just, I like to make my auditions like so much more welcoming and I'm always getting told by every single casting session, casting out how, how much the actors even the ones who don't get the roles appreciate the audition process so mm -hmm. it went on a caveat right there but that's just and I think that's because I come from an act a performer performing family right so anyway I uh started writing uh screenplays um I kind of got into a workshop on scholarship in New York City um around that time I was just going to like different um like the New York screenwriters works like a big big different uh group. Right. yeah yeah the big workshops new york los angeles and all that yeah and um you know i i was working hustling doing multiple jobs had a day job had a night job um and started saving <clears throat> first so i could uh and went to bcat television which is uh in brooklyn and got my producer certification there and went to Manhattan Neighborhood Network, which is another cable TV show. And you had to just become a producer. So I took all these classes. This is after I graduated to be a producer on these like cable news shows. And like, we, I basically was doing like field work interviewing people. And we were really focused on music and culture and um, in New York City. 
um, surrounded with the electronic community, uh, DJs, parties, festivals. Mm -hmm. I had like connections all across. So people would like get me into places I, I wouldn't normally be allowed in with a camera and could start interviewing all these creative, cool, different people. Nice. And so that's something that like entertained me for a while. And I still have a really good partner. Uh, her name's Maria 909 uh, back in Brooklyn. She's always asking me when we're going to come back. And <laughs> um, she's awesome. And so anyway, from there, I ended up, uh, ended up getting, saving money to do and produce my own web series, uh, which is, it's still one of my, one of my favorite of my links uh, that I share with people because um, it's, it stars a very talented Sarah Cooper. And so um, that, that kind of led me to LA, um, which <laughs> just did a transition to uh, 10 years of working in the industry, working in entertainment, um, being an assistant for a lot of different people. And you know, finding my way out here as well and, and um, continuing to write and enter contests and to enter workshops and um, eventually just continuing to make stuff. So, oh my gosh, you've got an impressive resume. I got to say that <laughs> that was very impressive. <laughs> and what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? Um, one exact moment that was like light bulb. The one moment that influenced me to do the rest of my career as a writer director? Uh that... yes. Well, let me think. Um, <laughs> um I can I there's I guess there's a few moments, but the one that just popped up in my head, I guess, is uh I was I was I was actually with my dad and he was on stage uh performing uh, I think it was the ch at the Children's Music Center. It was this place in uh, LA. Um, it's a really massively big stage, right? And I'm sitting there and I, I don't know, I'm like 10 or 11 or something. And mm -hmm. I'm watching the the director direct. And I was like, I kind of just wanted to hop. I had seen this like 50 times. And I just wanted to <laughs> hop up there and like say, no, 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 no. You know, and I wanted to give him my advice and like, I'm like, what do you talk, you know? And so that maybe was like a very good click of a moment. Um, but I think it's also, uh, it just kind of got naturally shaped over the years. Just, I, I, uh, I knew I wanted to be a filmmaker pretty relatively early, um, mm -hmm. by the time I was teenager. And I just thought I would be acting in it. And then so, as soon after I was like, you know, I can't do everything. I don't, I don't want to be the writer, director, actor. There are those people who, who have that. Uh, I chose not to be that. And I'm glad I, and once you take that off your plate, it's forever gone. So mm, That is rather interesting. You seem to uh, be well-focused on that. And uh, speaking of filmmakers, we're assuming you're um, your favorites growing up. Well, I, you know, you get asked this question a lot. It's kind of funny. Um, the first one I, I would say, uh, and I actually, I should probably like separate them because they're also writers. So mm -hmm. uh, the 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 people who really influenced me the most as a, a writer growing up initially, I was like, oh my God, was the Wachowskis. Um, 
which for the matrix, right? Uh, and the I the matrix. Read- yes. I remember that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to dodge or it's like you're freezing everything? Yes. I remember that. That's, I love the first one too, but it's the first one right and the screenplay was just insane it's like one of the best screenplays you could ever read if you're if you're a screenwriter um I probably read that a dozen times just so it could soak into my brain and like like that's how I taught myself mm-hmm. around that time I would say growing up uh Tim Burton was my favorite director um his earlier stuff just I loved everything he did like starting with Wee's great adventure and um edward scissorhands um there's it just nightmare on elm street although did he direct that producer yeah i don't know there's so much he did when i was like younger beetlejuice and i'm actually forgetting my favorite favorite one but um i just found his uh creative color like just really influential to to how I wanted to like create fantasy um and and like t- allow people to escape mm-hmm. uh, I really appreciated uh kind of the earlier years of course Spielberg it was a huge uh you know I watched the Goonies like a billion times <laughs> all the Indiana Jones like all that stuff really like kind of um and then like one of my favorite movies of all time is like Big Trouble in Little China and just Oh, yeah, the Kurt Russell movie. I've seen that about a number of times, especially on free TV and everything. That's still a good movie, Big Trouble Little China. So (laughs) it is one of the best. Yeah, it is. It is. It is something that he just just one of the best films. I feel Kurt Russell was in like every single line he says in that is hilarious and dark. Like it's just sarcastic and just how he spits it out. And I loved all the choreography in that film as well. I heard like, I think a lot of dance choreographers helped like do those fight sequences. Um, So yeah, I think they just, they just really killed it in that film. It's just really well done. It stands up to today. And, um, and I also really liked like the never ending story, which is just one of those classic favorites to me. So there's a lot of eighties films. And I think um, today I would say, and obviously I was a, I was a kid then like and they just kept re-watching it because like that's what you did back then um today i would say more like like matt reeves the batman mm-hmm. is, i've seen that quite a few times like um and then i'm watching a lot of because i'm the film i'm writing right now um for like research purposes i'm actually watching like sports sports programs and i'm watching the morning show um nice. which uh i've i've was never really like a huge Jennifer Aniston fan and t- until recently until like I love her in the Adam Sandler movies that she's been doing the murder mysteries and mm-hmm. then show she's just phenomenal in it so I I say that because like yeah that's that's kind of what I'm into right now I'm, I watch a lot of tv and <laughs> read a lot of scripts so mm-hmm. and, and and you also created uh cats and bus as well too with your dad we'll talk more about that along with uh your latest movie w-i-l-s-d-m and you're still wondering what that's about we'll find out with um the amazing uh film director chloe owens but first listen to the mike widener show at the mike widener show.com powered by sonic web studios visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs look at a professional website without breaking budget sonic web studios is the answer sonic web studios offers fast affordable custom web designs at below the competition rate 
Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention Mike Widener's show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your MSN next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia molson If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia molson available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia molson has garnered great reviews. And Eve Eleven enjoys by how its celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Minutes. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia molson available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com or 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, Odyssey, iTunes, Apple Music, BitChute, Rumble, Podbean, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and more. And also follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and all the social media devices. Make sure you take us with you on any mobile devices. And for great gift ideas year-round, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7 year-round for family, friends, and loved ones. Go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molson for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also, T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Check it out today and support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the Mike Widener Show.com. We're here with the amazing film director, Chloe Owens, uh, from Cats of Bus, now with a brand new film, W-I-L-S-D-M. Chloe Owens here on the Mike Widener Show. Before we figure out what does those six letters stand for, and uh, we had your dad on with Cats the Bus and won numerous awards. And um, once again, give us a quick recap about uh, Cats the Bus. Sure. So Catch the Bus is a short film I wrote and directed, and it basically deals with never giving up on your dreams, regardless of how old you are. Um, and, you know, the short film has James, our, who my dad plays, um, go into what is basically an audition for a sportscaster role. And he's meeting the producer there, and he's already sized up as a no by the producer. You know, this producer just looks and sees this old kind of black man. It's like, who, who is this person? Why is he here? Can we, how quick can I get rid of him? Mm-hmm. And it's a judgment that, you know, it happens. It happens all the time. And uh, he is not going to let that judgment take over his audition. So mm-hmm. he has two takes. The first take is a normal take, a traditional way of doing a sportscaster audition. And the second take, he has to convince her to let him have, and uh, he blows it out, out of the water. The second take, it is something very creative style. And with this, I had my dad sing because he's in a <laughs> You know, I wrote this specifically thinking of my dad to play. And what ended up happening with Catch the Bus is we didn't shoot it for the festival circuit. It was one of those moments where I was like, I was trying to make it short and I could shorter than it is. It's a, the it's almost 12 minutes long and I couldn't get it that, that short. I wanted to make it like six, seven minutes so I could get passed around and there was just no way to cut it. So I was going to have it nice and long. And the editor, my editor who I'd been working with, he was like, Chloe, you should submit this to festivals. And I was like, okay. And we got into Newport Beach and we got into all these, started getting into these kind of really well-known festivals, particularly around the LA area. And then we started winning stuff. And it was amazing to me because 
when we started uh, screening, uh, particularly the first time, I was with uh, my dad, I was with the his co-star, Krista, who's amazing in this film as well, um, and her girlfriend. We're all sitting in the back and we started hearing cry- tear- people crying. And like, Krista, <laughs> Chloe, you, you're making, you make, you made people cry. Are, are, are they are they Laker fans or Rams fans? <laughs> well, uh-huh. No, no. Uh, it, okay. It, in the sportscaster section, I mean, that was probably one of the hardest parts about for me, right? Because I'm not a sports, like, huge sports fan. And that's what I'm going through right now. I'm about to sign up for ESPN, which I'm like, ugh. Um, just to, just to get that stuff going in my head, twirling in my head and everything. But she said that it was, it was, it, it reminded me, I was like, wow, people really are inspired by this film. And they came out afterwards and they talked to me and they talked to my dad and they still do. And they're just like, you know, they want to know what's going to happen. Like what, what happened to James? What happened to, you know, Marlene and, and, um, what's the fuller story. And they just said how inspired they were. And, and it, it's like a deeper message of Mm -hmm. being just not giving up regardless wherever you're at. And it's a message for myself. It's a message for you. It's a message wherever you are in life. You know, you don't know what's around the corner. So don't, you know, how how you kind of react to uh, the situation presented to you is is your choice, right? And right. you have the ability to look at the, look at the, look, look at the brighter side of life. And if you, if, if you can't, if this, opportunity doesn't work out for you there's another opportunity around the corner you just have to pick yourself up you just got to trust it you got to trust the process you got to you got to feel it you know and so that's what the film's about and so that's what I'm actually writing right now I'm writing the feature to this so it's essentially a proof of concept where we can say hey we've we've done this you know film um it did really well people seem to really enjoy it I uh, won these awards um, and here's the screenplay to it. And so I'm writing the screenplay right now and um, I'm writing it as a low budget, but I have big, you know, big aspirations. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to like get it to the next stage, hopefully where I'm like really connecting with producers who, who might be interested in uh, helping me make it. Mm, that certainly is interesting. And I was thinking about the movie Catch the Bus with your, um, you know, you know, dad starring as um, a, a wannabe sports cast and everything. How much, how big of a sports fan is your dad? Well, my dad's a huge sports fan. Yeah, he he really is. He, he, I like, he, he just, uh, he's going to, so he actually, <laughs> he actually shares my, uh, my, uh, like my accounts, like I pay for all the like Disney and Netflix, everything. My dad shares it. So he's about to get very happy soon. Cause uh, now that uh, Disney merged with uh, Hulu and ESPN, I have to, I'm going to get ESPN for research, right? Nice. Uh, my feature. So he's going to have a nice, nice uh, ESPN. Cause you know, that oh, he loves it. He loves sports. So he's going to, He's going to be nice and happy being for the next few months while I research stuff. So. Oh, it certainly is. And especially during the time of the taping, upcoming Super Bowl and everything. In about a few months, you also got the um the playoffs. Who knows that the Lakers and maybe, maybe the Clippers. Of course, you got the Kings in hockey and hockey and and baseball, too. Oh, my God. It's coming up, um, ooh, I think, around a quarter, a couple of months. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, the baseball is the one that I'm going to be more mostly focused on because it's kind of the theme of like James in itself himself uh the backstory is he was on the you know professional baseball team in minors and then his son was and 
Um, and then there's a the whole history there. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's a stretch for me, but I think with every screenplay I write, you know, you have to do the research, you have to like kind of dive in. And so for me, even if, like, if you saw the film, you see, he has to do the whole, uh, sports anchor, um, like all the jargon and stuff. And that was for me, the hardest part. And funny enough, my editor caught one detail that was incorrect. And it was, it was, it was funny because nobody else is going to notice this, but uh, he, he had watched it so many times, obviously editing it. He was like, oh, by the way, did you know this? And I was like, oh, there's always that one little detail that's a little off and and I missed it. It was in the volleyball score because. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, they went for the kill on that one, but that got spiked pretty much. So <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> messed up but yeah it's all good no one else can know so oh oh yeah i mean you're here for the action that's about it and of course you got a brand new one called w-i-l-s-d-m we're gonna find out what does that stand for we'll find out what man with the uh film director clay owens you listen to the mike widener show at the mike widener show.com powered by sonic web studios and brought to you by official sponsor the mike widener show international warring author mia molson's day missing we'll be back with film director chloe owens after this time we're back with the melted talented uh, Chloe Owens of uh, Catch the Bus and a brand new um, movie called WILSDM here on the Mike Wagner Show. And this new film is breaking down the stereotypes. Basically, all women that need a man in their life to satisfy physically. And um, tell us more about the film. And I'm going to ask you one more time what does WILSDM stand for? Um, Wildsdom. That's how you pronounce the Wildsdom. Okay. Wildsdom. All right. Well, I should have known that by now because <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, I was just gonna say that um, who who likes licking uh, sudsy dogs' uh, mom or something? It's like you know, I, I I got that right. Was that was that correct on that one? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's an acronym. Or, or, or was I off by a few inches or so? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it is an acronym um, that you find out in the film, and like yeah, I don't I I tend not to. I've instructed my cast and producers like guys we do not give the title away uh you know um but yeah it's it's um it's pronounced I, I everyone spells it and we've won a few awards recently and everyone spells <laughs> it out. I, I think I think spelling it out seems a lot better it's just like uh the man from uncle back in the day because u-n-c-l-e it's like you know it can be interpreted different ways but that's still a memorable show yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um uh when we we're it's I, I refer to it as wildsdom and like wildsdom, you know? Um, and, you know, it's just, it's a, you find out right away what the, what it, the title means, but it's, it's more than that. And it's, as far as uh, it's, it's Mia, Mia's the main character and she's advocating for the little guy in the bedroom. Like mm -hmm. that's basically what this film about. It's about women's bodies, about men's bodies. It's about enjoying, um, is it's about what you it's it's a different perspective than the mainstream perspective we always hear right and that is what i was going for i wanted to talk about something that isn't necessarily uh discussed openly and at the same time what you chat about with your girlfriend and how uh, i and i've had so much good reaction positive reactions to it because it's done in such a fun entertaining way um creatively and stuff we kind of dived into the like the idea of it was for me also to create like a stylistic 
I, I was inspired by Euphoria. I wanted to make these colors like really vivid and just a really fun, unique, visually entertaining, funny film um, that talked about like an R-rated subject and did it in such a uh, a creative way that you didn't feel like, well, you didn't you didn't feel uh, stressed about it, right? And so. Um, that was that was hopefully the goal. I, I, we we've we've played a few times. We just we just um, opened up at La Femme in October, and then we uh, ended up cutting about six minutes. So oh, initially, wow. initially the film was twenty six minutes. And the film you saw, like we have a director's cut. You saw my director's cut, which is twenty, mm -hmm. which has like the the uh, extended credit sequence, which is what we'll release eventually online when that time comes. Probably not for a year. Um, right now, as we're on the festival circuit, we're just kind of, we have a version. So I sliced it down by six minutes to 19 minutes and 45 seconds, which is just under the 20 minute mark, which is the mark. If any, uh, uh filmmakers are out there is the mark you need to hit under, <laughs> I have mm -hmm. since learned. uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, the sweet spot for festivals is, you know. 10 to 15 minutes, just for advice for any filmmakers who might be listening, um, which, you know, and that's because, and I've talked to a number of programmers and it's just, it's because there's so many people who are trying to get into the film festival that they, if you have like a 25 minute film, you kick out two, three, two, three other films. So he sliced it down to under 20 and right away we got, we got accepted into Culver City Film Festival. Wow, nice. Uh, Hollywood Boulevard Film Festival and it was really exciting we won and this was in December so like we just uh, December 2020 I'm not sure when this is going to come out but this is fairly recent it's not even about a, it was about a few weeks ago about a month ago um where we got into the Culver City Film Festival and then we won best production design and like nice. that was like such a huge moment for me because you know, I had actually tried to get production designers to come on board and help me with this film. And, you know, um, it was an ambitious, it's an, it was an ambitious film, like just so to, to do it. Um, and, and everyone like just kind of didn't gave me advice and just was like, you can't do this right now. I can't do this. So I had to take on production design, which was like my first, you know, I'm a writer, I'm director, I'm producing now I'm production designer. And so, um, you know, my DP helped me quite a bit there, like just we talked about depth and like just trying to figuring out he was like what do you want to do and I was like well I want to make this look like this and he kind of gave me some advice and then I had to like figure it out from there like fortunately some a lot of the scenes like the bathroom scene and the the bedroom scene we ended up shooting at my my old apartment mm. so I had time to like decorate it like for like you know weeks and play around with stuff and make it really pop and shine and I'm really proud of myself for like because I mentioned the Batman earlier that was one of I was like I want it to look like actually oh uh, how could I forget how mm -hmm. can I forget? if you actually see our poster and it says hell here that is literally from one of my favorite films of all time, Batman Returns by Tim Burton. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yes, you give him like that Batman feel, Gotham City, that type, yes. <laughs> yeah, I wanted the lighting to really kind of have that like dark, sultry look when she's like in pain on the toilet. And <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm sure somebody gives a crap on that one, so <laughs> yeah, there we go. Da -da -da. Um, <laughs> 
So, but yeah, it's so we, so that was one of the things. So we won best production design because I kind of really sank my teeth into it. And then I was really feeling proud. And the same week we had, it was, and festivals are exhausting. The same week we had another festival at uh, Hollywood Boulevard Film Festival. Wow. Which, um, we were nominated for best comedy and we won best comedy. And so that was like all in the same week of December, last, like second to last week of December. And then we're like, oh, this is going to be it, you know, and then <laughs> at, on December 19th or December 20th, we found out we were not, we won, they they were releasing their, we won, which we got presented our first award in January, um, uh, best, best short film. So by California's Women's Film Festival. And so, and that had to be one of the biggest, best trophies we ever, we ever received. And so it was, it was actually the same day as excuse me, the golden, the golden globes. Yeah. It was the same day. As golden, the golden globes. Uh-huh. And, um, we came out with our, our, like me and my producer went out to eat afterward. We were holding the award and people were like, is that a golden globe? Wishful thinking guys. Wishful <laughs> thinking now buy us dinner. Thank you. Or buy us drinks. <laughs> I, I, here's to, here's to it coming true in, in the near future. That's how I look at it. But, um, yeah, it was a it was a good moment because it just felt it was a really heavy award. And I was like, is that what is that what it feels like on stage for you know? So we had a nice streak there. I'm sure hopefully we're just still getting started for to screening and stuff. Um and I plan to also use this film as same as Catch the Bus as a proof of concept to kind of like pitch a, a larger feature film. So after I'm finished writing Catch the Bus, I'm going to start writing this, uh, uh, a feature film based off of Wildstorm as well. And um, just really proud of our cast. They are incredible in it. Um, my two producers who really kicked butt with me, um, uh, America and uh, Sarah, shout out to you both. You ladies really rock. Um, Praveen just did an amazing job in the role and um, her supporting cast, Victor and uh Everyone else, sorry, I'm just kind of like, just, I'm really proud of you guys. So I haven't seen them since our opening, unfortunately. It's like one of those things where we're just, it's just so, so much uh, mm -hmm. happening kind of fast. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good experience. And we'll see. I mean, I have I have a quite a few goals with this. We're going to get our website up pretty soon and um, we'll see how it comes together. And, and, and speaking of the website, what is your website and what currently uh, are you running the website and uh, where can we find your, uh, your films and works at? So my websites are coming up. So they're not ready for you. Unfortunately, right now we, uh, I think uh, it will be wildsdom.com uh, with no periods. So it'll just be W I L S D M that's coming up soon. Uh, we'll probably have that one up in a few weeks, actually. Uh, they can always find me on Instagram. <clears throat> We're actually on Instagram for a while. So, um, same same acronym. Um, and my own website will be coming up as well, um, along with Catch the Buses. So I'm pretty much going to get three up in the next few months. Actually, America, my producer, is going to be putting those together. God bless her. And then um, we'll get those up pretty soon and you can find me on twitter i'm chloe chloe rose is it oh lord chloe s rose actually that's my twitter handle chloe s rose um but really instagram on uh, wildstem I'm, I'm proactive on that right now and that's if you want to actually come to a screening that's where i announce it right now like where we're screening at and <clears throat> yeah all that good stuff 
All right, we'll certainly check those out. Once again, with uh, film director Chloe Owens of Catch the Bus and um, why, why I like some dogs, Mom. I'm kidding. Whilst I'm here on the Mike Wagner Show, I was trying to take another guest, but I'm still off a few inches on that one. <laughs> and uh, just a few more things. Chloe, what else can we expect in 2024 and beyond? Ooh, 2024 and beyond. It's a great one. Um, Well, I hope to have my first feature film done. That is really top of my list. Uh, I am applying to a number of fellowships right now, workshops to try and get into, like raise my own, like, you know, get get myself out there, get some more mentorship, get some more connections made, um, both as a writer and director. And so you'll definitely see me on the festival circuit. And I have another film I may start shooting another I only have one short in my head that I want to start shooting which is um based on, I already have the screenplay written so it that would be a proof of concept but that's a big budget one um so hopefully you'll see me uh on the festival circuit you'll see me uh you'll see my film soon and uh more to come and certainly looking forward to as well Chloe and who do you consider biggest influence in your career mm. <laughs> oh I'm gonna go with my mom. I'm gonna go with my mom on that. Um, yeah, just I, just my mom really, really stoked my imagination growing up, and uh, she just really, you know, when I when I woke up every morning, <laughs> she would sing, you know, from uh, singing in the rain, "Good morning, good morning" to me, and like that's that's the kind of just. My parents, both of them, embarrassed the crap out of me singing <laughs> everywhere we went. Like, we'd be in a grocery store, and they'd break out into show tunes, and I would just hang my head. Um, and it would just feel like, oh, God. But, you know, they really, my not mom. Again. <laughs> exactly. Not but again. you look at, feel like in best goes, I, we still love you anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she really, uh, she really instilled me being very independent and uh, just, always you know focused and to believe i could do anything and i'm so i appreciate her probably installing that into me it's stuck mm -hmm. and certainly a great job of it as well and what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point oh um just to to believe in yourself when when you know I, I guess like to a writer and director I'll speak to specifically uh, or anyone can take what they want from this, but uh, especially in this town, Hollywood or, you know, in New York or wherever, there's there's going to be a lot of naysayers. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to not believe or, or try and pull you down um, before you've actually even gotten your dream going, you know, mm -hmm. and so you have to have the ability to see what others don't see in you yet and just you know once you put that first thing down that second thing down people start believing in you you know but you got to believe in yourself first and you have to have the courage to continue to go forward when it's just you doing it yourself mm -hmm. and, you know my advice is just to just to watch how watch how you Watch how you tell people your dreams, trust yourself, keep it to yourself, work hard, stay focused. Um, and, you know, just understand that there's a lot of different doors and opportunities and pathways out there. Don't get down too long. Cause sometimes you get hit down and, and you want to just stay down and it's easier. Um, but pull yourself back up and just believe in yourself and keep going. And 
particularly for creatives, it's, it's hard out there, you know, it's hard because you're sensitive to the world around you and you just got to like, trust that process, trust to create the creative process, to put yourself into that and trust everything else will work out. Mm -hmm. And that's certainly great advice. I never thought about it. That's very original, very unique. Once again, with uh, film director Chloe Owens of Cats of Bus and uh, the upcoming WILSDM or Wisdom here on the Mike Wagner Show. Chloe, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back. Once again, website, how do people contact you? Where can people check out your works and your social media handles? Again? Uh, yes. For, um, well, Chloe S. Rose is my Twitter. Uh, Wildsdom.com will be available in the next, I'd say, five, six weeks. So in, probably in February. And uh, you can find Wildsdom on uh, Instagram. All right. We'll certainly check that out. Once again, Chloe, very big thing. Big, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love having you back. Wish you all best. And Chloe, you definitely have a great future ahead of you. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate you having me here.